Hello again, as you may or may not know, I am Eli the Computer Guy, and INE has invited me down here to their Durham, North Carolina office to interview many of the technology and IT professionals in the area. I'm with Gabe Rivas, the uh, Managed Service Center Engineer at E Plus Inc. That's right. Yep. So tell me a little bit about what is a Managed Service Center Engineer at E Plus? So what I do is uh, I, I, I take, well, as a company, what we do is we support customers from, you know, various, various uh, areas of, of the uh, industry and we are sort of like an extension of their IT staff. So okay. what we do is we do all kinds of implementation, changing, adding, removing devices, upgrading, um, as well as troubleshooting, of course. So they yeah. would open a ticket with us, yeah. we jump into their network, we have direct access to their devices that we manage and we do our thing. Okay. So then, so you were like on your resume, uh, says you're like a weekend supervisor, I guess TD, TD Bank? Yes, that was actually many years ago. That was many years ago, okay. So how do you go from TD Bank into IT and technology? So uh, TD Bank, basically that was like my, my student job, right? Okay. I, was, I was going through school and I just needed a job. Um, although it was fun, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. So once I was ready, I made my move, left the bank and jumped into the IT area, which is where I've been ever since. Oh, okay. So then you were, you were going for your, your bachelor's of computer science degree at the time. Right. Yeah. So you knew, you knew you wanted to do computer I science? I knew ever since uh, probably I was uh, in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. What, 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 what made you interested in it? Was there anything in particular? Uh, uh, an operating system called Linux. Really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day when making a printer work was such a success, you yeah, know, yeah. those days when Linux wasn't that easy to use anyways. And uh, I, I think the challenge of making things work just made me uh, want to explore more and more. And that's what kept me going. Oh, okay. So you got your B uh, bachelor's degree at ECPI University? Yes. So where is that at? Uh, it's based out of Virginia Beach. Okay. Uh, I did to the camp. I went to the campus in Northern Virginia, Manassas. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, they do have a campus here in Raleigh as well. Huh. So, what was it, what was the decision to go to that particular school? Um, when I went to the school, I interviewed with a few people, um, and I, I thought it was very hands-on, and I, I I think it had the 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 kind of environment that I needed, fast-paced and. Uh, just make me ready for the field as, as quickly as possible. Okay. Did you do you feel you got you got your money's worth out of it? Did it feel absolutely really absolutely? Uh, you, would, you would suggest it again? Yes. Okay. Cool. So then, okay. So you're doing the the TD thing, and then you you graduate college, and then you go over, and so you're a co-op student worker at Cisco. So were you doing that during college or afterwards? Yes, actually, that was during my last year, okay. and uh, that's when I left the bank. Okay. Um, so I had this opportunity to, to co-op at, at Cisco. Uh, this was in Herndon, Virginia. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, up to that point, I actually had never taken any Cisco classes whatsoever. And Cisco yeah. to me was just this mystical name that I didn't know what it was really. Yeah, yeah. Um, but once I started my internship there, I, I, I thought it was the coolest area that I could be in. I knew yeah. this is what I want to do. Yeah. And it was a great experience to me. I think that that internship was what opened the door to, to me uh, in the field because right after that I was able to land a, a permanent position at Cisco itself yeah. and from there it was just uh, taking off. 
That's cool. So how do you, how do you get a co-op position? You're the first person that's, that's talked about a co-op student worker position. Like how did, how did you get that? How did you find out about it? Uh, they, Cisco should have a list of uh, schools that they work with. Uh, so uh, at ECPI, I remember we, we had a, a, like a department that took care of uh, internships and setting you up with various uh, companies. Yeah. So that's, that's all they do and, and uh, they, they would post the positions available, uh, either internship or actual jobs. Yeah. And uh, I, I just had the chance to go for an interview. I had actually just taken my CCNA test back mm. then and, and I think that really helped as well. Okay. And they liked me and uh, I, I, I was uh, you know, a co-op within uh, I think uh, one month of the interview. Really? So when you're doing the co-op, do you actually get to, do you get to really do anything or are you just going around getting coffee for the people? Not at all. Stuff? That was a very hands-on experience. Mm, okay. I, I got to apply all my, my CCNA paper cert, <laughs> right? Because yeah, yeah. all, I, all I used was uh, packet tracer and some software, right? So, yeah. um, but the, the internship uh, or the co-op position was where I, I, I had access to a data center with all kinds of equipment. I got to yeah. cable. Yeah. Uh, rack and rack equipment because they kept upgrading and changing things around. Uh, I learned a great deal. I actually got out of there with the CCMP and the CCNA security. So really? to yeah. me, it was it was the perfect timing and yeah. the perfect place to to develop myself. That's interesting. Did they did they help pay for that or did they help absolutely. you with those? Yes. Really, even very supportive. Yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Not yeah. only the engineers uh, in helping me study, but also my manager. Uh, making sure I had the resources and also yeah. paying for the certs. Oh, okay. So then you go from there and you're doing the co-op thing and then you actually go, you're a network consulting engineer for Cisco then. Right. So was that a pretty easy jump? Did, you, did, did, they, did they come to you or did you have to apply? I had to apply, okay. yes. Uh, obviously as I was there, I, because the way I, I, I thought since I was in, during my last year at school anyways, yeah. and uh, the co-op term was for a year, I needed to think what you know what was next yeah. and uh, I, I talked to my manager and other people around to find out about opportunities internally and they advertised to me you know this is we have this program this program and um, the um, that was called the Associate Network Consulting Engineer Program, which okay. uh, is the one that I was interested in because they offered me other ones that were pre-sale kind of programs as well. Mm. And I applied, I actually came here to, to RTP to interview. Um, the process took about four, five months, okay. but uh, I, I did it well in advance so that I had the, the time to transition from being a co-op to being a full-time employee. So you actually had to come here because you're up in Virginia, which is yes. four four hours four away. Four hours, yes. Yeah, so you, you actually had to drive down here to do the uh, interview. They actually, well, they they flew me here. They oh. they pay for everything. Oh, um, okay. We stayed in a hotel and did the interview because the interview was a full day interview. So oh, yeah. we had to come here for a whole day and then yeah. fly back. What was the interview like? The interview was nothing like I ever did before you know mm -hmm. it was it was uh, like I said it was a full day interview that included technical and non-technical um, interviewers okay. uh, not one person it was a group of people for maybe checking on your your uh, team working skills and then three engineers for the technical skills and then HR and then yeah. some managers so we had different kinds of scenarios in the interview it was it was very challenging really? 
Is there any is there any lessons learned from that? Is there something you did well or something you wish you could like? Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> sure. After 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 that, I definitely went back and started uh, thinking how how I did mm. and. Um, and I'm, I think I, I'm still doing it now. It's when you're talking and you pause and you, you got to use these filler words yeah. that doesn't make it sound too professional. And mm. I've always thought that that is one area that you always have to work on improving, learning how to talk fluently without yeah. sounding uh, 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 every second. Yeah. So it does say, so you're, you're also, you're fluent in uh, Portuguese, you're native in Portuguese. Yes. And, and Spanish. Yes. So where, where are you from originally? I am from Bolivia originally. Bolivia, okay. Yes. But my mom, uh, she lived in Brazil for over 15 years oh, and okay. uh, obviously my, my Portuguese came from, from that. So I learned it naturally. I didn't study Portuguese. So how, how do you go from Bolivia to Portugal to, to Brazil to the United States then, to Virginia? It's all about my mother. <laughs> it's all about your mother, okay. Yeah. Yes, she's, uh, she's been moving from country to country and she, she came here in uh, 2001. Okay. And shortly after I came here in 2004. Oh, okay. So do you have any issues with like visas and that kind of stuff? Uh, no, uh, I came here as a, as a resident uh, and I've been a U.S. citizen now for maybe six years now. Oh, really? So okay. that okay. stuff is taken care of now. Yeah. So how hard is it, I mean, being a non-native uh, English speaker, to, to, especially to do technical work? Like is there, have you gone to classes? Do you go to the local bar every night? Like how do you, how do you learn English well <laughs> I, I enough? I wish there, there would have been like an IT bar where I can go and learn <laughs> that stuff, right? Uh, when I came, I actually went through the community college at, in Manassas uh, to learn English, so okay. they have programs for, for um, English as a second language is what they call it. Yeah. Um, it took me about two, maybe two and a half years to go through the entire program. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's, it's, it's a time in that you have to invest. Mm -hmm. um, I figured that uh, coming to a country where the language is different than my own, if I really needed to succeed, I needed to, to speak the language. So spending that time uh, mm -hmm. was well worth time spent. I, I think uh, it's the best decision I ever made. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's how you do it. That's right. So, I mean, especially since, you know, Spanish as a native speaker, do, do you actually use that then professionally? Because a lot of people, that's the thing with uh, so many of people from Latin America coming. I mean, there's a lot of people that just speak Spanish. So does that, has that actually come up for you professionally? Has that been a benefit for you? In the IT world, uh, very few times, actually Portuguese have had the chance to work more than, than Spanish. Really? Uh, with with uh, E-Plus, uh, we have a, a couple of customers that have offices in Brazil, huh. and I needed to talk to them, or other uh, co-workers needed to talk to them, and I had to make the, the phone call. Yeah. Um, Spanish, as popular as it is here, mm. I, I haven't really had a chance to work with uh, customers from you know, South America or Central America where the, the language is Spanish. Yeah. Um, I do have a, a, a friend though who, who works at Cisco and his accounts are all over Latin America and yeah. he's using it all the time, but uh, mm -hmm. I haven't run into that. Oh, that's cool. Now, would you ever think about going, I mean, because I talk about like with the BRICS countries in Brazil, I mean, that's, I mean, you know, in, t in technology, one of the ways to be successful is be someplace that's growing. Sure. And so they talk about the, the, the Brazilian economy is growing, infrastructure is getting built out, all that. Would you ever think about going, going to Brazil again and actually trying to do your career there? 
I never really thought about it because I think I am already established here. So okay. making that, moving from, from a different country, yeah. it's, it's a big step. And uh, yeah. even though I didn't, I didn't experience that when I was responsible for myself, like I am now, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I remember my mom and all the struggles she went through doing that, making that big move. And yeah. I, I don't really think um, right now that I, I would go back unless something really bad went, happened here. Okay. And then it's just a matter of looking for opportunities. Then I, I think I would go. Yeah, okay. So then going over to E+, what made you interested in going over there? Uh, well, first of all, they are, they are a, a gold partner with, with Cisco, and mm -hmm. I think okay. that's a good value in, in an employer um, in, in terms of having access still to uh, Cisco software and Cisco resources. Uh, they have the, the Cisco partner labs and things like that that I can still use to develop myself. No, so okay. that as a, as a perk per se, as, a, as, a, as an add-on, I think it's, it's, it's a good value. Yeah, okay. And then it also says, so you're also an instructor at Wake Technical Community College? Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, I actually started that. Uh, this is my second semester. I started last year. Okay. Yes. So do you do like full credit hour classes or? Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I started, well, Wake Tech is a Net Academy uh, school. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they, they deliver the CCNA, route switch, security, CCMP, and things like that through the Net Academy. And um, I started teaching this route switch CCNA yeah. and uh, security. Currently, I am taking the exams to teach the CCMP curriculum as well. Oh, okay. So, uh, so you can teach even though you don't have like a master's degree since you have the certifications you can teach there? With a bachelor's, it's, it's the minimum qualification that, that they ask. Since it's a community college, I guess that's, that's the minimum. Oh, well, interesting. So there's another, so I had the idea like if you had the CCMP, you could teach the CCMP, but you're saying there's some kind of other certification you have to have in order to teach uh, You have, yes, you have to have the CCNA, CCMP and all of that, but yeah. on, on top of that, you also have to go through the NET Academy, um, I can't remember what they call it, but it's it's like a, like an entity that uh, they they assign to different schools yeah. so that they have the authority to make you an academy instructor. Mm -hmm. But you have to take those tests again and <laughs> okay. score a minimum uh, yeah. so that you can prove that you can teach. And yeah. and uh, that's that's where I'm I'm going through now. So mm -hmm. it's not taking the actual cert that yeah. go; it's just the net academy uh, tests to to teach. Oh, okay. So do you plan to continue teaching? Do you like doing that? I enjoy doing that. Yeah. I enjoy doing that. And yes, I, I plan on doing it. Okay. Uh, that's why I keep taking more tests so that I can uh, expand my, my classes into the CCMP curriculum. Yeah. So I guess then, you know, going into the future, so you have your bachelor's degree and you have a couple of certifications, CCMP and such. Would you go for your master's degree? Like, what do you think is better? Going for your master's degree, going for your CCIE? It's a, it's a good question. You know, mm. being in the private sector, yeah. uh, so far, I, I think they would value more going for CCIE than, okay. yeah. than masters. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying don't, don't do masters to anyone, of course. Yeah. Um, but until I feel that there is a demand for doing the master, I, I don't think I'm looking into that. No, really. So you are, though, you're trying for your CCIE. How long do you figure? I, 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 you know, I, I actually was a CCIE candidate 
for, oh. for, for some time. In the yeah. past, I, I took classes and everything, yeah. um, but I haven't, uh, I, I attempted three times, couldn't do it. Yeah, okay, so I'm yeah. um, putting that aside for some time. I want to uh, learn other things yeah. so I can contribute more to my, to my company. And once I have those under my belt, I'll go back and, and retry. Oh, but okay. definitely I want to achieve it. So for being in your position, because being around, you know, Cisco is here, so everybody's got to say CCIE. Yes. But do you think that that is the most valuable certification? Like there's MCSEs, there's uh, VMware certifications, there's Citrix certification, sure. there's all these kind of stuff. Um, all, the, all the certs have their place. Yeah. And uh, where I work, I know that the CCIE would be the most valuable just because they are partners and yeah, okay. they get credits and they get discounts and they get all kinds of benefits from, from Cisco. So they would value their employees to have CCIEs. I, I don't know of other in, uh, companies, say VMware or Microsoft, if they do that with their partners because yeah. we are also Microsoft and VMware partners and whatnot. But I don't know if the value is the same or the benefit as a partner to have uh, you be an MCSE and, and yeah. such. Uh, I don't know if that would give you a kind of value like CCIE does. Yeah, interesting. So since you came here from Virginia, um, are you the type of person, do you plan to stay here forever? Is this like a great place or would you go to Silicon Valley if you could? I fell in love with Raleigh, to be honest. Really? Uh, really? I had the chance to go back. Uh, my, my mom lives, lives in Virginia still. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> when I finished, because initially I came here for six months just for training. And yeah. then after that, we were supposed to uh, be relocated. However, Cisco needed that, but I still had the chance to uh, go back to Virginia, I, yeah. and I chose not to because I, I think I, I, I love Raleigh, to be honest. You love Raleigh? Yes, really? I love Raleigh. What, what about it do you like so much? It's the people. People are yeah. so friendly here. Yeah. Um, the, the, the traffic is yeah. <laughs> nothing compared like Virginia and Maryland, I'm pretty sure you know yeah, about yeah. that. Uh, people are very easy to get along with here. Yeah. It's just the environment. I, I can't explain it, but the yeah. environment is much more it feels like home, my, like my, yeah. my original home. It, yeah. it's, it's just that welcoming, warm hmm. uh, environment that I like. Is there any parting thoughts to the world? Anything, anything you would have done differently with your career so far? Any advice you can give? Well, if you have the chance to, to, to dedicate full time to, to study, definitely do that because I had to work and study. That was very tough. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, invest, invest the time that you need to, uh, invest the, the money that you need to, it's, it's worth it for yeah. sure. Good, good. Well, thank you for, for coming in today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. So this was Gabe Rivas, uh, Managed Service Center Engineer at E Plus Inc. I enjoyed doing this interview, trying to show you guys the real world of technology. As always, I enjoyed doing this and look forward to seeing you at the next one.